I don't know, man. Your weekly, monthly, yearly. Till these punk motherfuckers see clearly. I don't know how many more times I can say it. COVID-19 is a political weapon used to disrupt global economy and gain control for whatever nefarious reason. Bunch of mumbo-jumbo hogwash. They're making up shit. And vaccinations. Here's a very interesting thing. Vaccinations. All right. Well, these vaccinations came out, what, end of 2020? First of all, they said it was going to take between 18 and, like, 24 months. They bang it out in nine months, ten months. They bang off a vaccine. People are just lapping it up like fucking soup, you know? Secondly, the way they're controlling us now is be afraid of the new variants. There are new variants, new strains, strains upon strains, extra strength strains, super strains, extraneous strains, astronomical strains. Strains up the fucking wazoo, folks. Variants. Mutations. You are in risk of your life. Okay, so why should I get a vaccine then? Does the vaccination cover the new variants, the new strains? What the bumbaclut fuck's going on, folks? It's a shell game. Obviously. Obviously. These ignoramuses don't know a damn thing. Of course they're not going to let go of the reins of control. They're important now. Think about it. The average person, if they got the option to be important or unimportant, what do you think they're going to choose? All these fucking pipsqueaks and fucking dildos that they fucking wheel out in front of a fucking podium and they start babbling on, you know? Them dildos, they ain't worth a dime. In an everyday world, but in a pandemic, they're important. <sighs> That's what it is. As if they're going to go, okay, yeah, stop listening to me. Yeah, there's no need to listen to us. We don't know anything. Go ahead, do whatever the fuck you want. Mask, no mask, whatever. Doesn't really matter. I don't know, fuck it. We don't know. COVID-19, who fucking knows? I don't know, just, I don't know, wash your hands, uh, drink orange juice. <laughs> Get plenty of sunlight. I don't know. Bathe in bleach. Do whatever the fuck you want. I don't know. We don't know. All right. As if they're going to say that. And that's exactly what it is. Never mind the blood clots. That's normal. As a matter of fact, you're in more risk of getting blood clots without the vaccine. Because it's been shown, even though there's been no study time to even know this. But um, it's been proven that, because we tell you... Blood clotting is more susceptible to people that don't have a vaccination. Hi, folks. How are you? It's your old chuckle buddy. Guess who? Jonathan James Ramtran, reporting live for duty on this magnificent April 29th. In the year of our Lord, 2021, welcome and bienvenue to Jonathan Ramcharan, the podcast. Top of the morning to you, folks. Good morning, folks. Charlie Chicken, would you knock it off? You little knucklehead. 
I can't take this chicken with me anywhere, folks. Charlie! Well, you really did it this time, bud. You know, you really shit the bed on this one. You know, there, there's been this prowling drug addict outside my window. I live in downtown Toronto. This is something that is adjacent to any large metropolis. Wandering, squawking, beacon, bellyaching drug addicts, squawking, yelling, screaming like a banshee. And during the ungodly hours of like, you know, midnight to, you know, what time is it now? It's like 5.15 in the a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Charlie Chicken gets squawking. Well, then he rustles up the fucking drug addicts. Spare change, spare change. I'm outside, drunk high at fucking four o'clock in the morning. Charlie Chicken over here squawking up a blue streak. Waking the fucking midnight marauders. Well, I think he learned his lesson. Are you sorry, Charlie? Are you sorry, Charlie? He's got a heart of gold. You know, he really, he really does. You know, he's a real champ. He was really rooting for me. He was really rooting for me. You know, Charlie Chicken over here, he's really rooting for me. Every morning, you know. Oh, Jonathan, let, let me be on the podcast. Oh, Jonathan, please, can I be on the podcast? Oh, please, Jonathan. I'm like, well, Charlie, are you going to be squawking? You're going to be squawking up a blue streak. Because I can't be having you on the podcast. You're going to be squawking up a blue streak. And he goes, oh, Jonathan, I promise, I promise. I'm like, do you promise, Charlie? Do you promise? Oh, yeah, 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 I promise, I promise. (sighs) I can't take this chicken with me anywhere. But I love him, you know, he's got a heart of gold. All right, Charlie. Off you go, buddy. Oh, yeah. Well, if you're new to the show... Jonathan Ramchand, the podcast. This is a show where I bitch, whine, squawk, bellyache, and kibitz, and sweat about myself in order to relate to y'all self. Y'all the dear listener. Y'all the dear viewer. Shared experiences, kindred souls, BFFs forever. We wave our jazz hands. You know? <clears throat> um, we talk current events, the times of the time, entertainment, the whole kit and caboodle, folks, you can't go wrong. The show is available on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, my own website, jonathan-ramcharan.com. And as always, folks, if you're enjoying the show, getting some laughs, chuckles, gags, guffaws, chortles. If you are digging the show, folks, please help my black ass out. Share me with a friend. Sharing's caring, folks. You know it truly is. Quick sip of coffee, coffee break, boss. Don't mind me, boss. Uh, Up at the crack of dawn for you folks, you know. Top of the morning tail. Look at the bags under them eyes, boy. Look at them saddle bags under them eyes, boy. You know, you gotta shine on you, boy. Look at them bags under them eyes, boy. 
So if you are returning to the show or if you are new to the show, I am an actor extraordinaire. Yes. Came in the game as a youngin, pocket full of something, yo, cash money. Came in the game as a youngin, you know, just as a little whippersnapper, as a munchkin, you know, doing like, you know, community theater, school projects, you know, doing little, you know, run and shoot, little video projects in school. Then I started doing like high school plays and I went into theater arts school, you know, college, got a diploma in theater arts, for whatever the hell that's worth, you know. So I've been at this game for a minute, folks. Jonathan Ramteran, actor extraordinaire. Ugh. And as y'all well may know, or may, may not know, the Oscars, the annual awards ceremony for the best and brightest in Hollywood cinema, recently fell upon us. I'm going to talk about it for a minute. Now, growing up, coming up in the game, you know, I always loved the Oscars. It was a window into show business. You know, I wanted to be an actor. Um, and, you know, some of the legends, you know, uh, just watching them shine and cheese and grin for the camera. And, uh, you know, that came out a little weird, but it was very entertaining. And, um, even to this day, I still have something of a respect and interest in the Oscars. But things have kind of changed. Some of the reviews as of late for the Oscars are like, I don't know, I didn't watch this year's ceremonies. All I know is that apparently there was no host. Usually there is a comedic host, you know, a comedian. Um, a high-level caliber comedian as well. That ain't nothing to scoff at. You know, they get the best in the biz to host them awards. So, you know, I think they're seeing, hey, yeah, it ain't no, you know, it's a bit of a tough cookie. Bit of a, bit of a doozy hosting them awards. You know, they got this empty position. And, you know, from what I saw on the news or what I heard people talking about it was like it just felt very like vacuous you know it was like no host and then there was like all these like dummy <laughs> covid-19 protocols where it's like everybody's social distanced and you got to wear your mask when you're speaking into the teleprompter so um you know this year's award for best um shoelaces go to um, uh, hot cross buns for playing hopscotch with those beautiful shoelaces. Yay! Coming of age story about a young girl and her shoelaces. Uh, the best shoelaces go to. And, you know, you, you have to like put your mask on and take it off. Like when you're off cam, when you're on camera, you could take your mask off. But then when you're off camera, you got to put it back on. Some kind of mumbo jumbo like that. So all the COVID-19 protocol and, you know... I ain't going to tell the Academy how to run their business. My personal opinion that COVID-19 is a political weapon used to disrupt global economy and gain control for whatever nefarious reason. Bunch of mumbo jumbo over inflated egotistical horse feathers. Same information. 80% of people who contract the virus 
can recover with no particular special treatment. It affects the aged, the overly obese, and the um, pre-existing condition person. And again, in my personal opinion, health is very much a state of mind. You know, if you are overly obese, you can lose weight, you can get healthy. If you have a pre-existing condition, you can do your best to keep a bright state of mind in order to self-heal your body. You're only as healthy as you feel, folks. And if you're an old fogey, you are blessed. God bless us all. Hopefully one day we all get old. A long-lived life. A little alliteration, a long-lived life. Who wouldn't want that, right? So, with all this, COVID-19 is affecting the weak and the old and the this and the that. Uh, bunch of mumbo-jumbo as far as I'm concerned. But I'm not going to tell a business how to run their business. So if the academy, they have their protocols, they're doing what's safe, they're doing what makes people happy, yeah, more power to them. But that was part of the criticism. It's like, oh, the Oscars were kind of flipsy-flappy because of the COVID-19 protocol. And also, one of the biggest criticisms is, just with Hollywood in general, in this social media landscape, you know, here we are in 2021, and there seems to be a bit of a detachment from, like, traditional Hollywood and the audience base. Like, none of the movies nominated, I even, I never heard of any of the movies nominated. Like, I looked at the, the, the Best Picture nominees, I didn't, I didn't hear of any of them. <clears throat> Pardon moi. And they had some real fine actors in there. Like, for example, I believe Sir Anthony Hopkins won Best Actor for The Father. Now, I don't know if The Father... I don't even know if that was the name of the film. That's what I mean. It's like these movies, they just kind of appear. And they're like... It, it's, it's almost like... It's almost like... It's being revealed as what it truly is, like an insider club. Because it's like, it's at the point now where it's like, people are like, as it is, as like for myself as an actor, tale as old as time, you got to bust your hump. Nothing's just really handed to you. So it's a tough insider climb to begin with just to get into the industry. And now it's becoming even more insular, where it's like even the audience is, is unaware of what's going on in Hollywood. You know, never mind all the Hollywood hopefuls, you know, you know, getting fucking banged out on a fucking casting couch, you know, never mind them. What about the audience? They're even getting fucked where it's just like, who's even heard of any of these films? You know what I mean? And like, you know, they still got high caliber directors and actors and stuff, but it's just like, I don't know. It just seems very disconnected. And I'm a guy who's all into that artsy fartsy stuff. You know what I mean? I, you know, I think I would have caught wind of it somehow. You know, I go to film festivals. I live in Toronto, Canada. You know, I go to TIFF. I support all that stuff. But it's just like, there just seems to be a real disconnect. Hoity-toity kind of hey 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 You know, but I mean, you know, again, the intrigue and the allure for me as a Hollywood hopeful, I mean, I'll work with anybody. 
You know, I'll do a TikTok video. I'll do a Hollywood fucking blockbuster. I don't give a shit. I'll do Jonathan Raptor on the podcast. Check this out. 10 views. If I'm lucky. But uh, actually, I, I kind of went a little bit viral in my world as of late. I'll get to that. But um, uh, suffice to say, you know, you know, for every Anthony Hopkins that's winning an award at a, at a, at an Oscars ceremony, there's some like Joe Blow doubly do with best award goes to global warming like is that not what an oscar speech is in 2021 who the fuck's even watching this horse shit you know so I don't know. But for myself, as a young Hollywood hopeful, you know, plucky, bright-eyed Hollywood hopeful like myself, you know, the allure is to do caliber, Hollywood caliber projects. I mean, there ain't no denying, you know, proof's in the pudding, folks. Like, Hollywood's got that machine to put out the, the hits, you know, like all them Marvel Avenger movies and stuff, you know, love them or hate them. That's high caliber. And then also all the dramas, all the <laughs> that like nobody even hears of. Yet again, they're still very beautifully shot. Great cinematography. Great. Um, I mean, they get the cream of the crop, the pick of the litter. You know, they got a lot of great actors and actresses, great directors, great screenwriters, costume, wardrobe, makeup, craft services, the whole kit and caboodle. You know, it's like high level. So that's like the allure for me. I'm very much, as an actor, very interested in working on high-level projects and, you know, to be a part of some big things. That would be fun, you know? But I'm sort of removed. That's kind of like my point. As much as the Oscars in Hollywood is very much you know, the golden seal, the star of approval, like top level stuff, as as much as it is still that seal of approval, there is a bit of a disconnect where it's like for myself as a person trying to, you know, build his career in the industry, I have an interest in working on projects, but I don't have an interest in really being in the scene. You know what I mean? It just seems a little bit, you know what I mean? So, just kind of very interesting, because when I came up, it was like, there was no social media, you know, like, I was a teenager in like 2000, the year 2000, you know, I was like 13 years old, you know, and people were using like Hotmail, like there was, you know, and in high school, 2001, I'm in high school, and I'm doing theater and plays and I'm looking at all my heroes and I'm thinking about getting into film, theater, stuff like that. And it was just basically whatever was in theaters. Whatever was in theaters is what you watch, what you see. And then when they talk about it out and then when they celebrate it at the Oscars, that's the best. That's all there is. Whereas today there's social media, 
Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, you know, all the other things. Then you got all the streaming platforms, Amazon, Prime, Netflix, Hulu, Crave, HBO, and they put out original content. And it's almost like with all this content, the Oscars is kind of not really holding the place it once did. Eh, is what it is. God bless them. Um, but nonetheless, you know, proof's in the pudding. It's like the star of approval, you know, like they do high level quality work. So still very important to keep an eye on them if you are, you know, in the industry or if you like, you know, quality productions, quality filmmaking. Hallelujah. So there you have it, folks. Jonathan Ramcharan, actor extraordinaire. Yeah. Uh, I am also a stand-up comedian, folks. Yes. Um, some very interesting stuff in the last little week. Last couple days. So, um, you know, I've been busting my hump. I've been doing my due diligence. I've been working on some things couple things in the works I ain't gonna lie COVID's got me by the nuts got me by the scrotum like everybody else you know but you know I've been working on some things and you know tender mercies things are going forward um I went for a jog very early this morning and on my jog I had a realization like I was kind of thinking oh one of there's been a little bit of a kink in one of my plans. But that's par for the course. That's across the board in any industry. You know what I mean? You have your ups and downs, right? So on one hand, I realized, oh, there's a little bit of a hiccup in some of my plans in comedy moving forward. But the other side of the coin, I got some equipment some material, not not performance material as in jokes. <laughs> I don't have any of those. But um, I got some equipment that's going to help my process as of late. And um, that was the other blessing, you know. Hit a little bit of a stumbling block in one area, but then you get some equipment that gives you, gives you motivation and an impetus to move forward. And that's relatable across industry, you know what I mean? Whatever the hell it is you do. You hit one wall, then you jump over another, right? So, you know, water off a duck's ass. Quack. So there you have it, folks. Jonathan Ramcharan, stand-up comedian extraordinaire. Yeah. Um, you know... Every week I'm talking, uh, I, got, I got, first of all, folks, I'm going to get to the bottom of this squeaky chair. It's been driving me nuts the last couple episodes. I'm going to get to the bottom of this, folks. Quality control here at JR the B. I'm going to get to the bottom of this. But uh, anyway, COVID-19, you know, it's been a real dog dicking, you know what I mean? Oh, my God. So... 
you know, the latest and greatest in Toronto, um, we're in a lockdown. I don't even know when it goes till like mid-May. It started like mid-April. So I think this lockdown's going until mid-May. I don't know who's paying attention at this point. A couple people got busted over the weekend going to parties, hanging out, having drinks or whatever they're doing. You know, the long arm of the law. Whoop, whoop. You know, flashing lights beyond a motherfucker for like, you know, going to a fucking Scrabble party or what do they call those things? You know, bridge party. You know, you know, when old hens get together and they play bridge. Isn't that something old women do? You know, you, you go to a bridge party or whatever, or you're playing Monopoly or I don't know whatever you're doing, right? You go to some party, you know, apparently there was like 200 parties that got busted over the weekend. Busted. Because they stepped outside of the social gathering protocol. It's just horse shit. Horse feathers. Um, I have some statistics and a news article I could read about it. But I just... uh, You know, I'm going to speak from the heart for a moment here. Society, here's the thing. The government works for us. They're our employee. Our tax dollars pay the government. I recently just did my taxes. It's hilarious. They, they refer to your return as... This is, how they, this is how they break down your taxes. If you use TurboTax. I use TurboTax. <laughs> so I'm not an official accountant. But I do know how to plug... plug do know how to plug a few fucking numbers into TurboTax. You know, save myself a couple bucks instead of getting some fucking egghead to do it for me. You know, I'll do it myself. Fuck you. So anyway, I use TurboTax. And this is how they break it down. You know, at the end, at the end, it says balance owing. And then they put negative. So like. Let's say let's say your tax return for the year is $2000, right? Let's say you're getting back from the government $2000. How they phrase it is balance owing negative 2000. So that what what that negative 2000 means is that you owe negative $2000 and then your refund will be $2000. That's how they phrase it. Balance owing negative 2000 But really, it's that they owe you $2,000. Ain't it funkin' now? Ain't it funkin' now? Get it. Preach daughter. Ain't it funkin' now? Ain't it funkin' now? Ain't it fucked up now? Check that out. Isn't that, isn't that a little mind fuck? They owe you $2,000, yet they phrase it, balance owing negative $2,000, meaning you get $2,000. They phrase it that you owe, when it's like, no, 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 no. They owe you. It's our money. We pay them. They're our employee. Think of the mental backwardness of a person who's like, I want to grow up to lead people. 
What? You want to lead people? You don't understand people. People aren't interested in people. They're interested in themselves. 100%. That's why you have to lie to them at every turn to get them to follow you. That's what a leader is. A person who will spin a lie so that you will follow them. Or just at least whatever the fuck it is that you want them to say. Okay, what do you want me to say? Women's rights? Sure. We're fighting for women's rights. Anything else? Oh, Black Lives Matter. Okay, yeah, of course. Black Lives Matter, don't they? Anything else? Oh, yeah, we're going to... We're going to create more jobs. And, uh, I don't know, um... I don't know. Uh, Do you guys like cupcakes? We're going to have a cupcake, uh... Cupcakes. Cupcakes for the people. Yeah! (laughs) They'll say whatever the fuck. Obviously. So, that in mind, this whole COVID-19 thing is just like, it's got to come to a point where we take back them civil rights. Because, you know, myself as well, Dogged down in the mire of supporting myself, living a daily life. Do I really know every little political that they fucking babble on about? They play and orchestrate their little fucking games behind the scenes while they know most people are just in the front line just trying to live their fucking life. Then they're in the background playing their little puppeteer game. Well, Bill, Bill C seven den dum doodly do, skibbly gum affidavit number five. Making it sound all important when it's like just because you add a bunch of numbers and figures and words to a situation doesn't mean it's, it isn't as simple as this is what we're trying to do. What do you think about it? Actually, no, I'm not interested in that law. That don't make no sense. No, actually, I'm not interested in that little bylaw. No, thank you. Stuff it up your ass. It's really not that fucking difficult. But most people are busy living their life. And then they play the little games behind the scenes. And then we just blindly accept it. And then they put little messages out there in the media and in society. And people just eat it up like gumdrops, you know? Do people eat gum? They chew gum. If you eat gum, it's a bit of a sticky situation, no pun intended. You know, it gets stuck in your like intestinal tract. So I guess people don't really eat gum that often, but you know, they eat it up like fucking, I don't know, cereal. People like cereal. They eat it up like cereal. So like, <laughs> I don't know, man. You're weekly, monthly, yearly till these punk motherfuckers see clearly. I don't know how many more times I can say it. COVID-19 is a political weapon used to disrupt global economy and gain control for whatever nefarious reason. Bunch of mumbo-jumbo hogwash. They're making up shit. And vaccinations. Here's a very interesting thing. Vaccinations. All right. Well, these vaccinations came out, what, end of 2020? First of all, they said it was going to take between 18 and like 24 months. They bang it out in 
nine months, 10 months, they bang off a vaccine. People are just lapping it up like fucking soup, you know? Secondly, the way they're controlling us now is be afraid of the new variants. There are new variants, new strains, strains upon strains, extra strength strains, super strains, extraneous strains, astronomical strains, strains up the fucking wazoo, folks, variants, mutations. You are in risk of your life. Okay, so why should I get a vaccine then? Does the vaccination cover the new variants, the new strains? What the bumbaclut fuck's going on, folks? It's a shell game. Obviously. Obviously. These ignoramuses don't know a damn thing. Of course they're not going to let go of the reins of control. They're important now. Think about it. The average person, if they got the option to be important or unimportant, what do you think they're going to choose? All these fucking pipsqueaks and fucking dildos that they fucking wheel out in front of a fucking podium and they start babbling on, you know? Them dildos, they ain't worth a dime. In an everyday world, but in a pandemic, they're important. <sighs> That's what it is. As if they're going to go, okay, yeah, stop listening to me. Yeah, there's no need to listen to us. We don't know anything. Go ahead, do whatever the fuck you want. Mask, no mask, whatever. Doesn't really matter. I don't know, fuck it. We don't know. COVID-19, who fucking knows? I don't know, just, I don't know, wash your hands, uh, drink orange juice, get plenty of sunlight, I don't know. Bathe in bleach, do whatever the fuck you want. I don't know, we don't know, all right? As if they're going to say that. And that's exactly what it is. Never mind the blood clots. That's normal. As a matter of fact, you're in more risk of getting blood clots without the vaccine because it's been shown, even though there's been no study time to even know this, but um, it's been proven that, because we tell you, blood clotting is more susceptible to people that don't have a vaccination. I recently got molested, um, just really fucking dog-dicked on uh, a video that I put out. Um, I'll post a link to it. I, um, what happened? I was like criticizing like a TTC bus driver for yelling at me. I accidentally sat on the wrong seat during um, a bus trip that I was taking. And uh, some fucking, some fucking COVID sissy, some COVID sissy, some COVID hustler, online was he was like trolling me and making up all these different profiles and you know commenting on the video and oh you're an idiot this bus driver's out there risking his life blah 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 risking his life it's a bus full of essential workers only essential workers are allegedly allowed to be out and about traveling right now and they have to have their papers so it's a bus full of essential workers fuck him he ain't no more important than anybody else secondly um, I don't believe in that classism. You're essential. You're not essential. As if getting a haircut is not essential. I like getting a haircut. I like 
as if small business owners aren't essential. So that's fucking classism. As, so, as if some fucking dickhead bus driver is somewhat, is somewhat more essential than the small business owner making, you know, um, I don't know, craftsman leather products or whatever the fuck small business owners do. You know what I mean? And, you know, I'm an essential worker. That's what I was doing on that buzz. I was off to my essential worker job. Pays for the podcast, JR the P. Yeah, I'm an essential worker too. You know, he ain't no fucking shining hero. What? Because he's earning a paycheck that makes him a hero? He's paying his gas bill. He's a hero. No, he's not. He's just a fucking dickhead like anybody who has a job. Ain't nothing special. <clears throat> not if he wants to step out of his role and start bitching at me about shit. Then no, you're not special. No more special than I am. I'm an essential worker too. What's your point? You're going to have to watch the video, I guess, to get the full context. But basically, I had a little kerfuffle with this fucking bus driver. And um, I was getting like harassed and harangued on my channel by some fucking troll. He was like creating all these different profiles and there was something weird going on there. All of a sudden, I went like viral for JR the P. Like, in my world, I went viral. Like, hundreds of views. <gasps> right? And I'm like, what happened here? Like, you know, these COVID sissies, these COVID hustlers are, like, trying to step on people who want to speak up and, you know, take control of their lives. Ain't nothing to fear, folks. It really isn't. Like... We overestimate our own intelligence. See? I'm knocking shit over. I'm a fucking retard. So it's like we overestimate our own intelligence. And, you know, for all the science and wisdom, how do you explain the involuntary system? If I move my arm... That's a voluntary action. I think, okay, I want to move my arm over there. Some signal goes to my brain, goes to my arm. My hip bone's connected to my egg bone. My egg bone's connected to my whatever. Now I'm moving my hand, right? That's voluntary. Involuntary is like my lungs. They're just breathing. My brain cylinders are just firing. My organs, they're just working, you know? turning over food in my stomach, turning it into shit, that digestive system. It's involuntary. I mean, I guess you have to volunteer to take a shit, but like the process of making shit in your intestines, if that's where it's made, it's involuntary. It's just turning food into shit. How do you explain that? We can't explain that. You know why? Because that's life. That breath of air. In, out. That's life. Can't explain it. These idiots aren't going to explain any of this. What are they going to explain? Unless it was engineered. If it was engineered in this Wuhan laboratory, then yeah, of course. Of course. Maybe then. Either way, 
no new information. The information that we know, 80% of people can recover without any special treatment. It affects the aged, the poor at health, and the elderly, overly obese. And again, a lot of that is state of mind. You're only as healthy as you feel. You know, if you lay down and play poor me, I'm a victim, I'm fat and I'll never be healthy, I'm old and I'm going to die, I'm fucking, you know, sick and I'm sickly and I'll never be well, well, that affects your spirit, that, that affects your mental game, and, you know, you're like asking for it, in a sense, you know what I mean? This is life, we have to live it. So, I don't know. That's my little diatribe. Um, that we'll have to do for today, folks. As I am a an essential worker. I should be in fear for my life right now because I'm about to leave my home to go do my essential worker job. I should be in fear of my life. So, but uh, I'm really not. Um, it's just another day's work. I'm not a hero. I'm just somebody who doesn't want to be broke ass, who likes to have food and shelter. I'm not particularly a hero. And I don't think it's very cool that we class people as essential and non-essential when these fucking government dickheads are the ones who are unessential. I mean, it's a real cowardly, squeamish scumbag of a person who would even want to lead people if you really think about it if you're so goddamn smart why don't you actually go do something with your life instead of bossing people around shithead hallelujah folks and i wasn't calling you a shithead i was calling these political pundit politician dildos you know they're shitheads Hallelujah, folks. It's your old chuckle buddy. Guess who? Jonathan James Ramtran, reporting live for duty on this magnificent April 29th in the year of our Lord, 2021. Yeah, just kind of bibble babble booed on there. Um, eh, is what it is. Um,. But hey, worship this episode because I am a, an essential worker. I risked my life to bring you this podcast, folks. I am an essential person. If you're non-essential, then fuck you. <clears throat> the show is available on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, my own website, Jonathan-Ramtran.com. And as always, folks, if you're enjoying the show, getting some laughs, chuckles, gags, guffaws, chortles, if you're digging the show, folks, please help my black ass out. Share me with a friend. Till next time, folks. You live it, you love it, you realize it. Hi. Peace.